Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. Well, around the Northwest, it's pretty evident that spring is here, and we're moving into the dramatic part of the spring sports season. Next week, we're really going to begin the season where we have championships coming into play, and we're going to talk a lot about that on tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. Hi, and thanks for joining us. My name is Kevin Young, and Evan O'Kelly is our co-host. He'll be joining us here in just a minute, but let me tell you who we've got on the show tonight. Kellen Walker, the Western Oregon baseball head coach, is rejoining us. He was with us us right at the beginning, right before the beginning of the baseball season, before they made a trip to California, 12 consecutive baseball championships for Monmouth, and I would think he's got his team pretty much where he wants him right now as we head to narrowing down the five teams to three for the baseball championships and the uh, first place team determining who will be the host team in the postseason. Luke Bennett, Western Washington men's head golf coach, will join us, and it'll be a week from today that we'll be having the golf championships take place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Very exciting venue that we talked about a couple of weeks ago with Simon Fraser's head golf coach, and we'll talk about that as well. Just a phenomenal facility that's well known as one of the top golf destinations in the Northwest. And Maria Gao, Central Washington softball player, and Central Washington, by the way, named the GNAC Team of the Week, and Maria was named Red Lion Co-Pitcher of the Week. So it'll be uh, fun to talk with her. But before we go any further, let me welcome Evan O'Kelly to the show. Evan, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Kevin. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. As I was saying at the outset, springtime, and we're kind of getting into the, the heat of the season, if you will, with a lot of tight competition. We really are. Uh, we got some major championships coming up here in all of our spring sports. Uh, the races are starting to uh, heat up in baseball and softball. Teams are starting to clinch berths in the postseason, and uh, it's an exciting time of the year. I know you made an important trip to Richland, and I want to ask you about that. Not right now. In fact, I'm going to let you... Uh, uh, kind of set up our first guest, Evan, uh, Kellen Walker, I know, coming up. But for our listeners, I'm going to talk to Evan a little bit later in the show and get his uh, observations. He made a trip to Richland, Washington, which is where the GNAC softball championships will take place. And it'll be an exciting uh, a trip, uh, an exciting time for the teams that are eligible. And uh, that'll be a, a great event in Richland. So he told me it's uh, really a very nice facility there. We'll hear more about that and how you may be able to attend if indeed you wish to. So a great time of year for watching and hearing about spring sports. And baseball, of course, is a sport that comes to mind for a lot of people when we talk about spring sports. Let me tell you a little bit about Western Oregon's baseball program, if you're not already aware, which a lot of GNAC followers are. They're currently in first place in the GNAC baseball standings. Conference record, 16 wins, 8 losses. Western Oregon most recently defeated Montana State Billings, 3 games to 1, on the road last week. Western Oregon junior right-handed pitcher Eric Husen is leading the GNAC with an earned run average of 1.77. And this is Kellen's second year as head coach in his eighth year overall at Western Oregon and his second appearance on GNAC Insider. Coach, thanks for taking time to be with us tonight. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me back. 
So I would think, you know, I know your team puts in so much work. You, you work so hard before you ever even play a game. And now uh, I just want to get a sense. Is the team just about where you want it to be at this key point of the year? I think we're continuing to get better and just uh, continue to, to form our identity that, that we want to have as a club. But, um, you know, it's getting closer each and every weekend, and guys are staying committed to, to what they want out of the season and, and what they, uh, you know, want out of it for themselves as well. So uh, we're, we're, we're getting closer, but definitely still uh, have some things to clean up. Okay, so what is that vision that you see for the team? You know, for us, uh, you know, number one, we, we want to make sure that, that we're taking care of our business and conference and it's continuing to get better each and every year. Um, you know, we talked about that a, a little bit uh, when I was on earlier this year. Um, but it's a, it's a dogfight each and every weekend. So we're, we're fighting to take care of that first. And then, you know, if we're able to, uh, you know, do a good job in, in the GNAC and, and have an opportunity in the regional um, you know, we're excited about our chances there. But, you know, first and foremost, we've got to take care of business in the GNAC. And really, I mean, you've done pretty well with that. Are there, are there two series that you've lost so far this season? Yeah, we, uh, we you know, a couple of weeks ago we went up to central Washington up there in Owensburg, and, uh, you know, they they played pretty well and came right at us. And um, that weekend we didn't have an answer. So, uh, you know, they got the, that series from us. And uh, we came back and, and regrouped, had a good week of practice, and we went over to – Montana State Billings, which is another tough place to play, um, and you know found, found a way to, to get three out of four, even though it wasn't always real clean um, on 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 their end or on our end, but uh, you know found a way to get three out of four on the road, so so that was obviously good. And Montana State Billings is a pretty tough team, isn't it? Absolutely, and I you know they're behind the A ball a little bit, um, you know with the weather that they get they get early. In uh, there in January when they're getting ready to open up their season, um, you know, getting that that month before with their practice and everything. So um, sometimes it's tough for them, and and they're always a team that's a lot better late. Um, just as soon as they continue to get more reps, and Coach Bishop does a phenomenal job with that program over there. And so you you get them at the tail end of your season, and uh, you know they're a very very good club for sure. I know a coach never wants to see his team get beat in a four-game series, but when you went to Central Washington up in Ellensburg and you lose three out of four, you do come away with with, with something, uh, I would guess, of an idea of what improvements you need to make for the postseason. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it can act as a wake-up call, too. You start getting complacent, Mm -hmm. you know, we found a way to get some series early there. We we had a nice little homestand and uh, got three out of four the first time around. But, uh, yeah, went up there, and like I said, we weren't very clean and weren't very sharp, and um, it, it definitely opened uh, our club's eyes just to some of those things that we need to continue to get better at and not get complacent with our work during the week. And um, with baseball, it's a bit different, too. I mean, it's it's kind of a game that's, that's meant to be single nines and, and playing five to six games a week possibly, but – um, you know, with college baseball, you're getting four games on a weekend, so it's it's a bit closer to almost a football schedule where that mm-hmm. prep during the week is absolutely important and crucial to what you're doing on the weekend and, and how you're preparing your body to, to make it through that grind of four games in two days. So, you know, it was uh, definitely a good wake-up call, and like I said, our guys responded, and uh, hopefully there's no more wake-up calls the rest of the world. That's a really good point you make about college baseball. Let's talk a little bit about some of your players. Eric Hughes, and we mentioned a 1.77 ERA. Now, that's impressive in any, any league. Tell me about his performance in his first year in the conference. 
Yeah, he, he's done a very, very good job for us, and, and we were excited, um, you know, when we got him out of Mount Hood Community College last year, and uh, he's come in and, and, and progressed with his work. Um, you know, he hasn't just come in and where he was at coming out of Hood is where he's at now. He's continued to get better, and, and Coach McInerney, our pitching coach, and, and him have a very good relationship, and, um, you know, he bought into some changes that we've made, and, uh, you know, for the most part, had very, very quality outings each and every time he went out. He's a pretty even keel kid that uh he doesn't have too many highs and too many lows and you know usually he's uh able to make that big pitch when he needs it that's nice from a starting pitcher i would think to have that even keel absolutely you uh the highs and lows of the game um i mean they're going to present themselves and how you deal that especially with with what you just said with him being a starting pitcher i mean when you're trying to get six to seven innings out of a guy i mean there's going to be some some bumps in the road and some adversity that needs to be overcome so um, you know, when when you're limiting the, the highs and limiting the lows and, and, and staying a little bit more flatline, uh, I think it helps you deal with that adversity a little bit better. In the preseason, we talked, and you mentioned your bullpen. Cody Stone was a guy you were expecting a lot of this year. How has he performed? He's doing a good job for us. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't have quite as many appearances so far as last year, and some of that's just because some of our games haven't been quite as tight and you know, we're we're wanting to save him for uh, for that ninth inning. Um, sure. You know, when we're up by by a small margin. So um, his work during the week, kind of getting back to to that and and, and our preparation, it's impeccable. And and seeing a kid who came in and and we weren't quite sure where he was going to fit in, and just continues to get better and continues to to buy into the program. And he's uh, you know seeing the results from that. So he's a He's a special kid, and, uh, you know, we definitely enjoy him and, uh, you know, going to be sad to, to see him go after this year. But um, he's in a good spot, so we uh, we we definitely like getting him in there in the ninth and in, in, in close ball games. I imagine you look forward to having him as sort of an ace in the hole going into the postseason. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, his, there's some teams that I think are getting a little bit more comfortable with his stuff and uh, just seeing him. Um, you know, a little bit more extended and seeing him some more times out. So um, he, he, he'll he continue to, to look at some different ways to attack hitters and attack lineups and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, come out on the good side of that. Offensively, Daniel McNabb has had a terrific year for you. It looks like batting 341. Tell me about what he means to the team as a senior. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he's definitely one of our leaders and a guy that, you know, again, pretty even keel with, with the way that he goes about his business. Um, he's extremely passionate about hitting and, uh, you know, we're always talking mechanical things, but even more so just his approach in the box and, and, and what he's looking for and how he's trying to handle different situations. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that just with, with the way that he goes about his business as well, you know, he can, uh, he can be over three and come up in a big spot in the, the eighth or ninth inning and, and come up with the clutch hit just cause he's not thinking about those previous at bats, but, um, no, uh, another guy that means a lot to the program and uh, has had a good two years so far and uh, excited for the tail end of this second one. And a red hot hitter you have in Nathan Etheridge. Yeah, he had a good weekend, and, and Nate's a guy that's that's put in his time. Um, he, he came in out of high school, uh, redshirted his first year, and then got very, very limited time last year, but, you know, stayed committed to what he wanted. He had a, a great summer in the weight room, continuing to, to make gains with his body and get himself in very, very good shape. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's seeing some results offensively. And, uh, you know, we're continuing to, to work with him, and he's continuing to work to, to get him in a, 
a, a good spot over there at first base because not only offensively uh, but but defensively he had some some gains to make and, and uh, give him credit he committed to it and has uh, continued to get better and, and yeah definitely had a good weekend for us over at Billings. So now let's take a look at the the conference and how you think uh, things are going to shape up as you head toward the championships. What do you think will be the keys here in the final uh, week or two? Uh, I, I think for our guys, you know, we, we talked about it a bit earlier, but just really staying committed to what they want. The the, the college season for any sport, when you look at it, and it's a, a year-long process, and, you know, sometimes you get to the tail end and, and you got to make sure you still got some gas in the tank to, to finish that thing up and, um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in, in other things that are going on on campuses. So for our guys to, to really stay committed to what they want and all the work that they put in, um, just continue to, to, to finish this thing and, and get us in a good spot so we can achieve the things that we talked about in, uh, in September when we first met and came together as a club. Now you head to Nambo, tough Northwest Nazarene team, and it looks to me as uh, Rocky Musgrave's done a nice job with that team in his first Absolutely, year in the GNAC. Uh, you definitely, Coach Musgraves and his staff, um, you know, have NNU in a uh, in a good spot, and uh, you know they their their plans different than it used to be over there at NNU and the way that they prepare their players and uh, go about their business. So, um, you know, just like any team in the GNAC, you know, you're going to be in a dogfight in the weekend, especially on the road, and especially with uh, how Coach Musgraves is is preparing uh, his guys for for those weekend battles. So uh, we're excited to get over there. Um, sometimes it's another yard that plays a bit small, so our, our pitchers will have to execute pitches and we'll have to be a bit cleaner defensively uh, than we were over at Billings to, uh, to to come away with that series. So, How important is it to you to be home for the championships? Uh, I think it's huge. Um, you know, being in our yard, I think we're comfortable in our yard. Um, I think our pitchers are comfortable in our yard. And, and, you know, being in your own bed and having your fans around you and, and, and family – the support side, I think, is definitely huge. Um, but, you know, at the same time, we talk about whenever we get an opportunity to compete, whether it's it's good weather, bad weather, any field, wherever it's at, I mean, we want to take advantage of those opportunities because it's definitely limited. And, uh, you know, college baseball, you don't get 162 games. Uh, for D2, you get 50 plus your postseason if you're fortunate enough to get there. Um, so taking advantage of those opportunities is huge. And, you know, wherever it's at, we'll be uh, excited and ready to go. Coach, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, have a good trip to uh, Nampa this week, and we look forward, hopefully, to uh, talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks again for having me. Okay, thank you, Coach. Kellen Walker, the baseball coach at Western Oregon, and what a terrific program they have going on. We're going to be talking golf with another great program in the GNAC, Western Washington's golf program will be our subject when we come back in just a minute. But first, let's see what's happening around the GNAC. In Ellensburg, the Central Washington softball team was named GNAC Team of the Week after turning in a perfect 6-0 record in conference action last week. Central Washington also clinched a berth in the GNAC Softball Championship Tournament, running May 1st through 3rd at Columbia Playfield in Richland, Washington. Meanwhile, the Central Washington baseball team earned its second consecutive 3-1 series victory, moving into sole possession of second place in the GNAC standings. Central Washington right fielder Ethan Sturkel earned NCBWA West Region Player of the Week honors after batting 11-for-16 last week. 
Online tickets are now available for the 2014 GNAC Softball Championships. For information on how to purchase tickets and for a full listing of the Red Lion Players of the Week, visit GNACsports.com. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Complete your education in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns. Immerse yourself in Western's 160 academic programs. Ranked by U.S. News & World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. Western Washington University. Active minds. Changing lives. We're going to talk golf. We've got uh, the GNAC Golf Championships coming up at a terrific facility. We mentioned the Quarter Lane Resort is a place that is well-known throughout the Northwest and will be the host site for the GNAC Golf Championship. And we've got one of the uh, men's coaches with us tonight, Luke Bennett, who himself was a golfer at Western Oregon, an All-American at that, in his first year as interim men's golf coach. And joining us tonight, Coach, thanks so much for being our guest. Oh, my, it's my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. So this must be an exciting time of the year. You know, I think about golf, and it's such a mental game. And we just got off the Masters. And even players like Phil Mickelson, sometimes they want to be prepared. They want, you know, they look all forward all year to that event. But they don't always play as well as they'd like to play at that time. It's just sort of the game, the way the game is, I guess. Your players must be thinking a little bit about that. How do you peak at the right time of the year? No, that's that's precisely correct. I mean, it's uh, very similar to how Phil and Tiger and all those guys approach the Masters as their pinnacle of the season, kind of, or something, some a tournament they really strive to be at their best for. We do the same. You know, we we always want to play well in every tournament, but as long as we can bring our best at the end of the season, that's key. Right now, my guys are are starting to shape into the correct form, and uh, we got some things clicking in our direction, which is good. Excellent. Well, you do bring your own personal experience as an All-American to that. Are you able to tell your golfers, gee, you know, this is what worked for me, this is what didn't work for, for me? I mean, can you kind of relate? I would think you could, having had the success you had yourself as a golfer. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, just much like uh, them, when I played, uh, golf can be such a mental game like you spoke of earlier, and we can make it so much harder than it needs to be because <laughs> they want it so bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just try to draw on experiences where I tried extra hard and, you know, and it most more times than not it work. And it's more every one of these guys uh, can play very good golf. And I have a tremendous amount of ability. It's just a matter of, give it a little bit less almost and uh, be as free and relaxed as possible while they're Mm -hmm. out there. No, that makes so much sense. Staying in the moment, I would guess. Every single shot, just stay in the moment. If it's a putt, if it's a drive, whatever it is, it's just that one shot. 
100%. Absolutely. So tell me about your, your men. You've got five golfers here coming in. Uh, let's go uh, yep. one by one. I'd like to hear a little bit about each of them. Sure. No, um, kind of, we pretty much have our set five for the rest of the season. I've played them the last two weeks and have all intentions on taking them to conference and hopefully postseason and beyond. Um, team number one for me, if I start there, is Mark Strickland. He's a junior. Um, he's been a great player from the moment he stepped foot on Western's campus, and he's kind of been thrown into the leadership role this year, not having many upperclassmen on the team, and he's done a great job of handling that. So it's uh, it's great to have a guy like Mark kind of leading the way. Um, playing number two for us, if you want me to jump there, I can. Sure. Is uh, Craig Crawford. He's a uh, senior. Um, he hasn't been in the lineup for most of the year, but we're thrilled to have him back. Uh, he's been huge for the morale of the guys, and uh, he's he's leading not only on but off the golf course as well. Um, so he's just a tremendous talent that we're very fortunate to have back in our top five, and he's he's helped us from the get-go, so it's been great. And then we have uh, Kyle Schrader's playing number three. He's the gentleman who he won regionals last year, and he's only been trying to build off of that accomplishment. He's a, you know he's done a great job. He works harder than anyone I know. He loves golf, and he's just a great asset to have traveling with each and every one of the guys. And then uh, for four, we have a freshman, Chris Hatch, from Mukilteo, Washington. Um, great young player. He's actually been leading the team in average for most of the season. He's been kind of our, if I can say, kind of our rock. He's been extremely consistent, and um, he's useful, but experienced all in the same way all in the, same ass, uh, in the same way. So it's great to have Chris in the lineup as well. And then we've solidified our fifth spot with Brennan Emery. He's from Mount Vernon, Washington. I uh, didn't have a whole lot of traveling experience prior to this year, but he's uh, stepped in like a veteran and has had some great rounds. And I know his best golf's in front of us, in front of him, I should say, and uh, we're really looking forward to conference. So for listeners who may not be aware uh, describe sure. the format here of the championship, exactly how that works. Yeah, the format of the championship is just like any other tournament. Uh, I take five guys. Out of the five guys, we count our four best scores. So not everybody is going to be a counting score. The high score gets thrown out, and they just total up the four lowest. And after three rounds of competition, um, a winner is uh, crowned, I guess. So really, you're looking for consistency. You know, you you pick five guys. I would think that uh, you know you, <laughs> you don't want to have two guys whose scores you'd like to throw out. No, no, not at all. Absolutely. So it's it's all about like you mentioned before, getting the guys to peak at the right time, and it's much better having that option of having to throw out uh, a couple under par scores than opposed to trying to <laughs> have to count maybe a higher score. So yeah, exactly. Now, Greg, yeah. uh, Craig Crawford uh, was recently the Red Lion uh, Golfer of the Week. What injury did he have, and is he fully recovered? He's, yes, fully recovered. He had some back issues, um, but he's, he's fully intact now, and uh, it's great to have him back. So he's um, he's been well accepted and uh, by all the guys, and he's leading uh, in a tremendous way. So Now, the format, will, will, will each golfer go out? Uh, with 
golfers from other teams, no two of your players will be paired together? Correct. Yes, everybody will be paired up with another uh, golfer from St. Martin's, uh, Montana State, Billings, uh, Northwest Nazareth, and Simon Fraser. So kind of be a mixed bag of how everybody's kind of paired up. On the off chance there is, because there's only five schools in our conference for golf, there is an off chance that one of two or two of my guys could be paired up. And if so, the only thing that will happen is they just won't keep each other's scorecard. They'll uh, they'll have the other individuals keep their card. So it's official okay. and everything's okay. Now, how do you see the competition heading into things next week? You know, it's going to be a battle. So in years past, we've done a phenomenal job of having Western as one of the top or the top program, I would say, uh, and the, on the men's side for GNAC. But Simon Fraser's played wonderful this year. Martins has thrown in some really good scores. Uh, Sean's done a great job with uh, Billings, bringing in some, some high-quality players. And Craig over Northwest Nazarene has done much of the same. He's you know, been around maybe even the longest of the current coaches, and his program's only growing as well. So this, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a lot of fun, and the way with it, they're going to have to earn it. So it's going to be exciting. The course you'll be playing on, as I mentioned a couple of times as well, known in the Northwest, is a really terrific course, has the famous Island Green. But I think sometimes the Island Green, as unique as it is, gets attention and maybe takes away from the beauty and the difficulty of the other 17 holes. That's a tough course. It's a very tough course, absolutely. You know, especially, um, you know, I've heard... I heard mixed reviews as far as, oh, it's easy, it's tough, and before we got to go over there and play it. But you put those guys on those back tee boxes back there, it's, it's just, of course, it's long, and the wind can come off of that, the lake there. It's, uh, you know, it's it'll test every facet of the game. So these guys make sure they're they're ready and for a stern test. Well, I, I'm sure they will be. I appreciate your time, Coach. I know it's going to be an interesting week for you as you try to get your team mentally prepared for the championships. And uh, we're going to give some information at the end of the show on how folks uh, who are uh, near Coeur d'Alene might have an opportunity to, to come and witness the event because I would think it would be a wonderful uh, place to watch golf. Yes, absolutely. You know, I would encourage any and everybody to come out and watch. You know, they've got some great young players in the conference, so very exciting out there for sure okay coach hey thanks so much for being with us we greatly appreciate it yeah thanks for having me luke bennett the western washington men's golf coach and a terrific championship coming up at quarter lane resort on uh, next monday uh, is the opening day and it'll be fun uh, evan's going to tell us more about that as well as the softball championships coming up uh, toward the end of the show but we're going to talk softball here in just a moment as we have a, an opportunity to speak with a member of the GNAC Team of the Week. Maria Gao, Central Washington softball player, will be with us when we come back. But first, let's see what's happening around the GNAC. In Ellensburg, the Central Washington softball team was named GNAC Team of the Week after turning in a perfect 6-0 and record in conference action last week. Central Washington also clinched a berth in the GNAC Softball Championship Tournament, running May 1st through 3rd, at Columbia Playfield in Richland, Washington. Meanwhile, the Central Washington baseball team earned its second consecutive 3-1 series victory, moving into sole possession of second place in the GNAC standings. Central Washington right fielder Ethan Sturkel 
earned NCBWA West Region Player of the Week honors after batting 11 for 16 last week. Online tickets are now available for the 2014 GNAC Softball Championships. For information on how to purchase tickets and for a full listing of the Red Lion Players of the Week, visit GNACsports.com. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Complete your education in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns. Immerse yourself in Western's 160 academic programs. Ranked by U.S. News & World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Maria Gao is a member of the GNAC Team of the Week and is actually co-named Pitcher of the Week, actually named Co-Pitcher of the Week after a terrific week. Central Washington went 6-0 and in the GNAC last week and clinched a berth in the 2014 GNAC Softball Championship Tournament. A senior right-handed pitcher tied with the most wins in the GNAC with 14 and ranks third in the conference with a 2.30 earned run average. Maria, thank you very kindly for being our guest tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. And congratulations on what must have been a very exciting weekend. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a big weekend for us, uh, both on and off the field, as we had our um, ALS game, ALS fundraiser game, and then obviously senior day, too. So all-around big weekend for us. Oh, that's very cool. So you're having a terrific year. How would you describe your pitching style? Um, I'd say that I kind of have a mix of spin and speed, but I just like to move the ball around and keep the hitters guessing. Um, I rely on a couple pitches more so than the others, but um, I like to throw just about everything to any hitter at any given time just to try to keep hitters off balance. That makes a lot of sense to me. I think variety, you know, uh, is one thing the hitter doesn't want, so that's probably what you want to give them. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> very good. So six wins in a row. Your team looks like it's playing very well. A lot of confidence right now, I would think. Yeah, uh, we started off the season pretty uh, on a high note, um, going 5-0 and in Vegas, and we've kind of had some ups and downs through the season, but I think, um, you know, going into the end of the season, um, we've got some momentum right now, and we're, you know, playing really well together, and um, we're just, kind of coming together as a team at the right time so well that's yeah and that's so important in sports it seems to me you know there are teams that peak early and then never really seem to kind of catch that fire again this is the time of year you want to be playing your best yeah definitely so jill mcdaniels your teammate was named red lion pitcher of the week talk about what she has done for your team in terms of leadership all season long i'm sure she player of the week yeah uh, Jill has been a leader on this team, you know, the last two seasons that she's been here, and um, both, you know, defensively and offensively. And um, in our lineup, we've got quite a few freshmen this year, and I think Jill's really kind of showing them the way and um, 
she's, you know, just she puts the ball in play incredibly hard every time she hits the ball, and she makes the field, you know, defense work on other teams. So, um, yeah, she's been a tremendous leader for us both on and off the field, and uh, it's been a pleasure for me to be, be playing with her these last two seasons. How about uh, Austin Wilkerson? How is how has she played? She's been doing great for us. Um, she's a hot hitter right now. Um, she had an awesome weekend, and down in California, she had a great uh, outing there. And um, she's got an incredible arm. Um, I don't think she has too many uh, runners stealing on her, and I think teams know her arm now. Um, but she's, you know definitely working into that leadership role too and you know she'll be here the next three years so she's got some time to to work into that role too i would think as a pitcher you really appreciate having someone with an arm like hers <laughs> yeah it uh takes the pressure off a little bit when uh runners are on base that's for sure that's good so uh kiana wood another one of your uh, teammates on the pitching staff she's had a great year in the circle as well has she not yeah she's uh, been doing great the thing about um, this year that's been, um, I guess, helpful for me and compared to years past is that we've been able to use all, all our pitching staff, um, all four pitchers, and uh, I think we've all done a, a really great job of pushing each other and challenging each other and then challenging other teams, you know, and making them work harder. So, um, but yeah, Kiana's been, she's been great this year, and uh, I think she'll continue to do great things uh, in her next three years here. Who are the other two pitchers who have contributed in the circle? Um, Karen Smith. She's another senior on the team, and um, she hasn't had a ton of opportunities in the past, but this year she, with Kiana, uh, she, Kiana was out for a couple weeks with an injury, and Taryn stepped up, and uh, she did amazing things, and she's continuing to uh, throw the ball well. So it's, it's fun as a fellow senior to see her do that. So now you've locked then, up the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, that's right. The fourth pitcher. Yeah, thank you. And fourth pitcher is uh, her name's Alyssa Egan, and she's a freshman. Uh, she's uh, been used more offensively this year, but I think uh, in the next few years she'll definitely uh, be used more as a pitcher. And she's uh, been used more in the closer role. Um, she's got some spin on her ball that uh, not a lot of pitchers have, like that kind of spin. So. She'll be, a, she'll be a great pitcher for us and for the program in the next uh, couple of years. Is it good to have somebody who's a closer who adds that spin element that maybe the hitters haven't been seeing for the first few innings? Yeah, it, uh, it's definitely helpful, especially, you know, with a starting pitcher. They, the lineup sees her, you know, you go through the lineup a few more few times um, towards the end of the game, it's, it's nice to throw someone in to, again, continue to keep those hitters off balance. Makes sense. So now you've clinched a berth, uh, clinched really uh, a spot in the, in the GNAC championships, and you're heading to, to Richmond. How does that feel? Uh, it's, it's very exciting. It's um, a relief in a sense, but we also have four big games uh, against NNU in a couple weeks, and I think that's kind of our main focus right now. And, um, you know, we're – kind of just trying to take it one inning at a time, really, one pitch at a time. We're trying not to look too far uh, ahead, but it is nice to kind of uh, load off the back, I guess, in a sense, knowing that we have we have that berth now. Well, I would think 
taking it one game at a time is one of the reasons where the team is where it is. So, uh, great yeah. job. I wish you the best of luck in Richland and uh, in the GNAC championships. And congratulations once again on being co-pitcher of the week and having your team, uh, the Red Lion uh, GNAC team of the week. That's very exciting for Central Washington. Maria, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, Maria Gao, pitcher for Central Washington, a great program they have in Ellensburg. So let me welcome back to the program Evan O'Kelly. Evan has made a trip to Richland earlier uh, this week and actually took a look at the facility that will be hosting the championship for softball. What's it like, Evan? Oh, Kevin, it's really nice. It's um, a state-of-the-art facility, got four fields all back-to-back, prime seating, and um, just got really good coverage on it, Um, top-quality playing fields. We were were actually out there yesterday, drove over to Richland and checked it out, Um, but, man, it was a sunny day, and I was was ready to get the tournament going there yesterday. (laughs) You know, and I think in Richland, the Tri-Cities, for those who may not be aware, I think has great, uh, really a great climate. I think it's quite dry. You know, they don't really get as much rain as, let's say, those of us in the Willamette Valley in Oregon get. So that should be a great place. Uh, I'll bet there's going to be good weather. Uh, And let's see, that is two weeks, is it not, uh, for the softball championships? Yeah, that's right. Uh, May 1st through 3rd. So that it uh, kicks off on a Thursday and runs through Saturday. Okay, and now next week, I should have mentioned at the beginning of the show, but we're actually going to be having the GNAC Insider on Wednesday night next week. We want to time it so that we can report back on the golf championships taking place in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, that's right. Uh, those are going to start uh, one week from yesterday, so that'll be on Monday. They'll run through Tuesday, so Tuesday will be the championship round. We'll have our winner determined, and then um, we'll we'll do our GNAC Insider on a special night of Wednesday uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific time, and we'll have some GNAC golf champion guests on that show. Now, the men's and women's, we only talked uh, men's golf, uh, a few minutes ago, but women's golf uh, taking place on the same days in the same uh, event. Yep, that's right. Uh, the same five schools um, that have men's golf have women's, um, and uh, th- those uh, rounds will be played on, on the same two days. Uh, women play two rounds, men play three. Excellent. Very good. So uh, that's a lot of golf to be played. I mean, that'll be really fun. Now, Tell us about tickets. I know we've got the ticket availability for both of those events we've just talked about. Let's talk about the golf first. If folks uh, might be in the, uh, let's say, the Spokane area, driving distance from Coeur d'Alene, or maybe even want to uh, spend a night at the lovely Coeur d'Alene Resort, uh, how might people get tickets to the golf championship? Well, the softball tickets um, to the softball championship are, just became available um, for online purchase. So those those you can find at GNACsports.com now. Actually, there's um, instructions on how to purchase those there. And those will also be available uh, for purchase live on site. You can buy both individual game passes for softball and um, full tournament passes as well. Um, so you can check out GNACsports.com to get more information on those. Okay, so that's the event coming up in May. So golf, if people want to come and attend the golf, there's no ticket required? Can people just go? Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right, that's cool. All right, so uh, folks might want to come and and watch the golf. That'll be 
uh, a week from yesterday, as Evan said, Monday, Tuesday at Coeur Great, it should be a fun. I think it'd be a wonderful way to spend a couple of days to watch the GNAC Golf Championships. And then, if you want to watch the softball championships in Richland, which is sort of in the uh, the southern part, kind of the eastern part of the state of Washington, uh, in the Tri Cities area, uh, tickets Evan just said uh, are on sale now at GNACSports.com, and you can you can always buy them uh, at the gate. Yep, that's right. We're uh, we're excited to head over there, both the Coeur d'Alene and then following it at Richland. We'll be down uh, helping helping work those games. I'll be doing the stats, and Central Washington staff will be out there helping us uh, run softball. Uh, Sammy Henderson, the SID over at Central, will be sitting right next to me at the scorer's table, so uh, we're looking forward to that. should be a good time. It should be a good time. Well, thank you so much, Evan, for uh, doing a great job on the show tonight, and uh, we look forward to, uh, again, not Tuesday next week, for those who like to listen live, it'll be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And, of course, if you listen by recording, it'll be available a day later than it usually is on iTunes or on GNACsports.com or uh, whatever your preferred way is of listening to GNAC Insider, and we certainly appreciate you doing so. Evan, thanks so much. Have a great week, and have fun at Coeur d'Alene. All right, thanks, Kevin. We'll talk to you Wednesday. That sounds great. Wednesday next week for GNAC Insider. We hope you'll uh, join us then, and we appreciate... Very appreciative of the fact that you joined us each week on GNAC Insider. Good night. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com. Or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio.